You're listening to Doctrine and Duty, podcast of Brian Ray, Senior Pastor of Alexander Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia, where biblical theology meets everyday Christian life. Well, greetings, beloved, and welcome to another episode of Doctrine and Duty. I hope you are having a fantastic, um, let's see, what is this, springtime uh, leading towards towards summer, and I hope that you are uh, being uh, focused on the Lord and His goodness toward yourself, recognizing that, praising Him daily, seeking His his grace and his face, seeking to do his will no matter what. Well, um, this uh, podcast is going to be coming out to you on day one of the month of June. And uh, for me, uh, this always kicks off a very busy time. Uh, A lot of people look to the summer, maybe it's slower, but maybe it's a little busier. Who knows? For me, it's busy because of uh, Southern Baptist Convention and some other things that we usually try to do in the summertime. And uh, even though we go different places and do different things, all of the normal ministry stuff still still has to take place. So uh, that's what's going on, as uh, the weatherman says, in my neck of the woods or your neck of the woods. But yeah, it's mine. So I don't guess the quote really applies. But I guess it could, but but maybe it doesn't. Hmm. Well, let's see. Okay, well, we're going to move forward. I am going to move forward. Hopefully you'll move forward with me. So I'm going to be bringing to you this podcast today and... I'm bringing it to you with certainty of the content, but with uncertainty regarding the future. And what I mean by that is, I'm not sure when I'm going to podcast again. I don't know if I'm going to take a week or two off or a month off. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to have time to podcast some information or content regarding the Southern Baptist Convention when I return or not, again, because of a busy summer schedule. Uh, Nonetheless, I wanted to leave you with a final podcast for now. Uh, Stay tuned for further podcasts. Uh, in this episode of Doctrine and Duty, basically just just some practical stuff. Um, I love uh, the practical nature uh, of Paul's writings. Uh, let's just take, for instance, like the book of Ephesians. And I've mentioned this to you before in, in one or more of my podcasts. The first three chapters of Ephesians are heavy heavy in doctrine, the last three are heavy in duty. Of course, you got a little bit of duty in the first three, a little bit of doctrine in the last three. Uh, but but there's this breakdown uh, that's very simple in the book of Ephesians. And even though not all, actually most, well, maybe the rest of Paul's writings are not that clearly delineated or divided, you see just a ton of doctrine and duty throughout Paul's writings. I've always, I don't favor Paul's writings, um, but as far as the way I am personally hardwired, and just the way that, you know, in my spiritual DNA, the way that God um, uh, equipped me and uh, created me and uh, sanctifies me, it, it, I really enjoy Paul's writings. I enjoy the practical. And so today I'm going to read to you um, the last or the remaining verses of First Thessalonians 5 and just kind of walk through them a little bit, a touch. Uh, so we'll have scripture reading, we'll have a little bit of devotion time, and then we'll conclude with a little bit of prayer. When I say we, it's the proverbial we. Uh, it's just me. Uh, there's nobody else here in my office. But the moment you tune in, me becomes we. That's what I'm talking about. First Thessalonians 5, beginning in verse 12. We ask you, brothers, to respect those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you, and to esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Be at peace among yourselves. So now, 
here in this in these brief couple of verses, we have an exhortation to the church and specifically to the men of the church, but to, we could say to all the people in church um, to respect pastors. Um, it says those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you. Very interesting that threefold um, description there. Those who labor among you, in other words, they're pastors, they serve. Uh, alongside you, serve with you, um, but they're over you. In other words, God has decreed uh, a divine order of things in the local church, and that is that Jesus is the shepherd, the pastor is the under-shepherd, and the people follow the under-shepherd as he follows the shepherd, right? Uh, So labor among you, over you in the Lord, and admonish you. Part of the pastor's job is to um, admonish, to rebuke, to teach and to train and to equip and to mentor and to discipline and even discipline. And so all of these things we could say would be uh, admonishment. It is that teaching aspect, that corrective aspect, that preaching aspect uh, of the under-shepherd of the church. And it says not only to respect them, but to esteem them very highly. In other words, to to think a lot of them. It's, you know, you should not worship your pastor. (laughs) You should not put him on some sort of pedestal, knowing that he's just going to fall off of that pedestal or be knocked down because he's human. But you should think highly of your pastor. It says to think highly of him in love because of because of his work, because of his call, because of what he does. Uh, remember, we are held accountable as pastors before God for how we shepherd the local church. Uh, so this is a high and holy calling, and we need, uh, as pastors, we need the church to lovingly support us and to think highly of us. And then he says this, be at peace among yourselves. One of the great difficulties in pastoral ministry is when the church is up in arms with itself, uh, when the church is at odds with itself, when there is division and hostility and trouble in the church. And so uh, one of the ways that you esteem and respect your pastor is by being at peace, by just being nice, doing the right thing, no matter what. In verse 14, he says, And we urge you, brothers, admonish the idle. Um, That means, you know, help people to not be lazy. Uh, Encourage the faint-hearted. There's always going to be people who struggle who are downtrodden, depressed, discouraged, defeated. Uh, Here, Paul writes, encourage these people. Help the weak. Um, That is part of the the job of believers in in the strength the Lord provides us to uplift the weak. And it says, be patient with them all. And uh, patience, uh, with, with regard to patience, we are all a work in progress. Verse 15, see that no one repays anyone evil for evil. Uh, we know that revenge, vengeance is not on us, and so we should not seek to get revenge or to repay anyone evil for evil. It says, instead, always seek to do good to one another and to everyone. Can you imagine if we all sought to do good? And by the way, if you continually seek to do good, you're eventually going to get there to where you're doing good most of the time. And then we have these short little sayings in the book of Thessalonians. It says in verse 16, rejoice always. I love that. Uh, always give thanks to God. Verse 17, pray without ceasing. Um, that's actually the shortest verse in the Bible. Uh, many people believe that Jesus wept is the shortest verse, but that's two words uh, because of the way the Greek uh, does uh, with the uh, present imperative, the continual command. Pray without ceasing is actually one word in the Greek. So there you have it. Shortest verse in the Bible in the original language, pray without ceasing. First Thessalonians 5, 17, pray without ceasing. So rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Very interesting. Give thanks in all circumstances. Really, Lord? Yes. 
Absolutely. Uh, our Heavenly Father will comfort and strengthen us to be able to do that. Doesn't mean we like everything. Doesn't mean we jump up and down about it. Doesn't mean we're necessarily happy about it. But we can give thanks in all circumstances because God is a sovereign God of providence. If he weren't, then we wouldn't be able to follow this verse. We wouldn't like this verse. We would throw this verse out because it would not apply. But because God is sovereign and because God is providential, we can give thanks in all circumstances because we know he's working all things together for our good. Amen. 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 This is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. This is what God demands. This is what God requires. Verse 19, do not quench the Spirit. We are warned by the Apostle Paul not to quench the Spirit, uh, not to diminish the work of the Spirit, not to attribute uh, the work of evil to the work of the Spirit. Uh, We are called to instead be filled with and led by the Holy Spirit. It says, do not despise prophecies, so we should not despise the Word of God, especially, the, you know, not, not the Old Testament prophecies, not the New Testament commands. None of that should be despised. It says, test everything and hold fast what is good. And so in our testing, we should pray for discernment and only hold to the things that are right and good. In verse 22, abstain from every form of evil. If it has even the slightest hint of evil, uh, the Bible says, abstain, turn away from, run from it. And then in verse 23, we have this uh, benediction. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wow. May the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. What a picture of fulfillment and completion, spiritually speaking. And then may every part of you, your whole spirit, your soul, and your body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. That we would live our lives in such a way that when Jesus comes, we don't have to be like, uh, have at that moment, if we could, some sort of feeling of, oh man, I've blown it, you know, all these days. Um, Man, it's terrible. But instead, to live our life in, in a way of faithfulness and godliness and righteousness, seeking to do the right thing. Verse 24, he who calls you is faithful, he will surely do it. And so uh, we are preserved, we are kept, uh, we are sanctified because God is faithful, and he will do these things in our lives. And of course, we, in the process of sanctification, we must be faithful as well. Uh, verse 25, brothers, pray for us. Well, that's that's what we all need. We need prayer. Verse 26, greet all the brothers with a holy kiss. Um, don't you dare do that. Uh, not in our day. Uh, this was one of those um, uh, cultural things. Um, greet all the brothers with a holy kiss. You do that today, you're going to get in lots of trouble. Okay, I'm just going to say, you're going to get in lots of trouble, weird looks, Weird expressions, you might get punched. Just saying. Verse 27, he says, I put you under oath before the Lord to have this letter read to all the brothers. Wow. So that this letter is publicly proclaimed. That is one of the reasons this and some other passages from the Apostle Paul that we adhere to the public reading of Scripture at our church. And then the the, the concluding words, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. You know, I love that the Apostle Paul begins so many of his letters uh, talking about grace and peace. It's so encouraging, it's challenging, it's a blessing that he begins this way. Uh, In 1 Thessalonians 1, Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy, to the church of the Thessalonians, in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace to you and peace. Grace and peace. Verse 28, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. I'll leave you with that. May you be filled with his grace and his peace today. Heavenly Father, we love you and we thank you. You're an awesome God. Lord, I pray that you would cleanse us from our evil thoughts, uh, desires, passions, uh, words, choices, deeds. 
Help us, Lord, to grow in the process of sanctification. Uh, And as the Apostle Paul has encouraged and exhorted that we would rejoice always, pray without ceasing, always give thanks, that we would not quench the Spirit, that we would not despise prophecies, that we would test everything, that you would give us discernment, we would hold fast what is good, and we would abstain from every form of evil. Father, we thank you that you who called us are faithful. We love you, and we praise you, and we thank you for letting us be your children. For it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, folks, listen, love you. Appreciate you so much. Take care. You've been listening to Doctrine and Duty, a podcast of Alexander Baptist Church, located at 4316 Pamela Court, Chesapeake, Virginia. Join us Sundays at 10 a.m. and find us online at abch.org.